Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chatting with the Buds. This is episode 12. We are just three firemen who want an excuse to talk more than we already do. So we're going to start talking. I'm Wes. I'm Sam. I'm Marcus. Let's get rolling. Marcus, theme music. Die. theme music thank you marcus oh, excellent one custom built for the podcast in case you're wondering that is not just youtube stuff that is marcus and his synthesizer that was uh, a long it took him 18 hours to come up with that <laughs> i was just about to say that was a long 30 minutes that it took me to, to create that song <laughs> <laughs> well it was great and it's all custom so no copyright infringements or anything like that in case you're a lawyer wanting to sue us or something like that mm-hmm. um so how's everybody doing? We're here at Dan's apartment. Pretty we're good. back we're, at Dan's we're apartment. We're at Dan's apartment today. So thanks, Dan, for letting us use your 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 pad. It looks great. And uh, thanks for the fridge full of beer. And uh, <laughs> it won't be full when you get back. Uh, Do y'all our, remember our uh, our first podcast? Yeah, it was at your apartment. It was a GoPro hooked up with a shotgun mic. Yeah. That was it. We were we were sitting around a. Uh, just sitting around a microphone. Just sitting around one it's microphone. It's like we were all leaning in, like we were all trying to blow out the <laughs> yeah, candles with birthday uh, cake. We, <laughs> we, uh, none of us had headphones on, like mm. Neanderthals. Yeah. <laughs> Times could, have changed. I, but, could, I couldn't record it to the computer, and the GoPro was the longest thing that could record for like an hour mm-hmm. or so, so we just hooked it up to the GoPro. But oddly <laughs> enough, and I don't know if this is good or bad, but our most popular episode was episode number one. Mm. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. Maybe, hey, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Like I said, I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know why. Maybe we should uh, set a goal to try to top that episode. It's not going to be this one, but maybe. We, well, we don't know that. Who's right. talking today? Me. It's oh, Marcus well, today. It may, it may not. <laughs> and out of out of the past is... eleven episodes in my one story I've done, I'm notorious for being done in about nine minutes. He is going to throw down some good stuff today. Well, I feel nine like. minutes isn't that bad. Which is why you can tell I'm kind of milking this intro. It's already, it's already been two minutes. This is crazy. <laughs> so what do you guys got planned this week? Yeah. <laughs> hey, how many uh, how many places of pie do you guys know, huh? Let's start it. Yeah. Well, uh, one, one, four, one, five, nine. a little disclaimer also. I'm having to man the garage band recorder, also our soundboard, and then I didn't print out my notes, so I'm also having to man my Word document. So just know there might be some pauses as I'm shuffling between each one. Busy, hey, that's okay. And go figure. I didn't bring my mouse, so I'm having to do this all on a trackpad. That mouse, me? that mouse is going to be the death of you. It's a game changer. If yeah. only people knew. If I hate when I don't bring my mouse. Um, all right, go ahead. All right, fine. I'll start. Fine. I'll start. <laughs> um, I've decided to talk about extreme sports. Extreme nice. sports. Nice. Like putt putt. Yeah. Or you know. The driving range. It's a little bit more extreme. <laughs> um, I went into this with trying to achieve something, you know, like, like why do we do extreme sports? Or like, what is the most extreme sport? But I couldn't really find it. Instead, I got caught up on the uh, Red Bull and GoPro YouTube page and just... Oh, you're going to get a lot of it there. Dude, there's a lot of stuff on that. But mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to ask, what's the most extreme thing you've done? Extreme. Well, one time... <laughs> I'm ready for the sarcasm. Uh, one time, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I, "Here we go." I put a little too much money on my taxes, trying to get a little more back. They saw through it and they rejected it. That's most extreme I think I've done. Yeah. Um, I mean, of extreme this, as in this is kind of odd asking like firemen 
this. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping one of y'all would bring that up because, like, the definition of something like like an extreme sport or like an action sport is doing something that is a high risk of death or well, injury. Then our jobs is an extreme sport. Um, well, then the first thing that comes to mind is actually job related, and that's the very first fire I've ever had, mm. and um, it was. It was the only time, and and actually at the time I was like, well, maybe I'm just you know a dumb rookie, and it wasn't as bad as what I thought. But now that I've got some experience looking back, yes, it was as bad as I thought. And uh, it was my very first fire, and it was a hoarder, and um, I mean it was lots of fire, and uh, I got I got stuck in all the, the Ooh, stuff, uh-oh. and um, the and I was on the nozzle, and the fire was not going out, and I remember thinking to myself. This this could be it because I'm I can't move and if it starts overtaking me I'm <laughs> oh my I'm, God. I'm not uh, and at the time it was overtaking mm-hmm. and right. luckily you know uh, obviously everything worked out but uh, yeah that was that was the most the, the the worst one I've had and oddly enough my very first one if we're talking about fire uh, I had a fire in South Dallas it was actually on Christmas Day um, or maybe the day after Christmas but. Uh, House is just going. For, for living room and the kitchen were just completely involved. So I'm getting in there. I'm trying to knock it down and stuff. It is just hot as blazes, obviously. And um, we're doing pretty good work. At that point in time, though, uh, the engine decided to stop pumping water to my hose. So I was pretty much fighting a fire with a super soaker. And I'm not talking about the Inferno 2700. I'm talking about the Inferno 1800. There's nothing coming out of this thing. And the fire just all came back. It completely surrounded me. And it was, it was awful. We had a, but you know, we had another engine coming too. you know, we had to go service the engine after that. But uh, they said that they could see me on the outside, from the outside, they could see me inside the building. And they said, yeah, I thought Mitch Nick was uh, burned to a crisp in there because it was just fire everywhere and i'm just standing right in the middle of it so that was pretty extreme it was fun but uh so without like fires have you guys done anything you know um have you uh have you scuba dived that's an like i mean that can be deemed an extreme sport have you skydived no Mm -mm. uh bungee bungee jump whitewater raft the the closest cave diving i've done whitewater rafting but it wasn't Mm -hmm. you know extreme right Mm -hmm. um the only thing that first thing that comes to mind is the big like at Six Flags the swing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that can be an extreme That's sport. Kind of extreme. And uh, at the end of my segment, we're going to talk about some, uh, I guess, funny uh, extreme sports, and that might be uh, actually they're funnier. This than that. whole time now, I'm going to be thinking like how boring my life is besides work. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've skydived. That's the only thing. It, uh, skydiving, I actually like felt like I could have died. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've done whitewater rafting, but I see what you mean. It's like. You know, I I, fe- I even fell out of the freaking raft, yeah. but I you know it was fine. Yeah, but... unless you're like you know, right pro water rafters, you're not going anything down anything that's nuts. Right. Um. Anyway, I was just curious what what you guys have done. I'll well, keep I'll keep thinking. Definitely. Yeah, I'll start pondering. And it has, but it has to be something that you've um you know like uh, you d- that you were like okay I'm going to go do this and you know not like you know our mm-hmm. fires and stuff right. Like that. Oh you, yeah 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 for you sure. Unintentionally drove into a tornado or something that doesn't count whatever but, but that doesn't count doesn't unintentionally <laughs> okay <laughs> that's pretty obviously, strange obviously i want to if anybody out there intentionally drove into a tornado let's hear well about don't it. they intentionally you know uh skydive or intentionally that's bomb what, down hills that's what i'm saying oh okay oh my <laughs> <laughs> well that brings uh brings us to my next paragraph uh i tried to find out why we're addicted I say we, like humans are addicted to extreme sports. And uh, there were some just kind of like bland um, 
psychologist statement that it's basically, you know, you get like a dump of dopamine and it feels really good. And they actually compared it to like a, uh, a druggie, like someone who's taking like ecstasy. Yeah. They uh, did a study and they compared that like a skydiver to someone who did ecstasy. Uh, and it's pretty similar. Like you start getting all this weird dopamine dumps and then you build up a tolerance to that, uh, which is why a lot of times extreme, um, you know, extreme sport players or whatever, they're compared to like drug addicts. Like, why, you know, why would they do that? They're crazy. They're crazy. Adrenaline um, junkies. They're adrenaline junkies. And uh, I watched this like pretty interesting documentary on a guy named Dean Potter. Do you know who Dean Potter is? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've it, heard the name. It's like a, it was like this really old YouTube video documentary. He actually passed was he, away. Was and, he on, he was on Valley Uprising. Uh, I believe so. He was on Valley Uprising. Oh, uh, real quick. You know, talking yeah. about the adrenaline stuff yeah, yeah. and everything. About extreme sports. Um, so I've been watching Black Mirror for the first time. Oh, yeah. And um, in the one playtest. Playtest, yeah. Where it's like the augmented reality mm. video game thing. And um, the creator of the video game, he, he actually put it really well. You know, obviously not him, the writers of Black Mirror. But it was like, yeah, we like horror stuff. And I guess the same way as like extreme sports. We like those things, everybody says, because of the dopamine dump and the adrenaline mm-hmm. and, you know, and everything like that. And he goes, but actually, the real reason we like it is because when it's over, we're still alive. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. And it's like, you know, he said that, and I was like, boom, that's true. Totally makes sense. Like, you you lived it. You're done. Like, what what's mm. better than that? You know, right. being, being like, oh, I'm alive. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made it out. Yeah. But that just came to mind. Okay, go ahead. No, Dean, Dean Potter. No, if anything, this is uh this first half is a uh, a campfire type discussion. It's just very group involved. But yeah, I was watching this uh, documentary on Dean Potter. He was uh he was just an extreme guy. He did uh, high lining. That was like his kind of forte. Was he would high line, um, and like most extreme people, is that like tightrope walking. It's like walking or what is it's that? like tightrope walking, okay. but you don't have like the bar. It's just okay. balance or uh, slack lining. It's mm. basically slack lining, but you do it very high mm. to where if you fall, you die. Um, that was kind of like his forte, but he actually passed away in Yosemite, uh, when he was doing a base jump and he, he, there was some mishap in him and his buddy. Pull up, pull up a picture of Dean Potter real quick. Yeah. Let's see if it's the uh, same guy that I'm thinking of. He was, uh, I think. Sam, you do it. He's talking. I think he was, he, he passed away when he was 40. His buddy, uh, oh yeah, you threw your phone on the couch because it was going off. It was going Hold off like crazy. Hold on a second. Oh my God. And we don't like Just phones going off. All right. Marks, keep going. Yeah, fine. I'll keep going. Um. But he had said, and it's it's kind of like a, I guess a cliche, but he had quoted, every time that I try a new event, it pushes myself farther than he ever had before, uh, which is just, I guess you can see why people do it. You know, you want to just keep doing something bigger and better. And But uh, I was thinking to myself, like, if I had that ability, like, if I had the money, would I even do that? Like, would you guys do that? Find, pick any extreme sport. I don't know, ice climbing. If you had the ability to go out, and ice climb, like everything was paid for, and you had the skill that it takes to do it. Like, would you even get into that, knowing no. how high the risk is? No. Um, probably not, because I would love to enjoy I, all that money I and don't, not die. I don't but, think it's so much the the risk or anything. Like, when I see this stuff, maybe like skydiving, I think would be more appealing to me. You know, like doing just a bunch of skydiving and getting into that really well, but. When it comes to extreme stuff like the ice climbing or whatever, that just doesn't seem appealing to me. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, so to answer your question, depending on it what depends it is, on the sport. Depending on the because, sport, yes. Yeah. Like, what about uh, like cave diving, like down, like scuba diving down in caves underwater? 
I could not do that personally. No, I, uh, that 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 seems like one of the like I'm not claustrophobic, but uh, that that seems right. Like pretty pretty terrible to me. So did, actually, speaking on the on the scuba diving thing, did um, you look up Dean Potter yet? I did. Was I looking up? How I just died? a picture of it. Oh, the picture of him. Goodness. No, he passed away on on Taft Point, which is on the I believe southern part of. Uh... Can I see a picture of Dean Potter? <laughs> okay, it is the person that I was thinking. Good God. <laughs> oh goodness. We're Sam, having a great time. Yeah, we're having a great so, time. So speaking of deep uh, deep sea diving and extreme sports, obviously it can be very dangerous deep sea diving with right. the bands and whatnot. You got to be trained. Obviously, you have to. Be trained to build this there is a particular uh underwater cave i don't know where it is i can find out for you but there's an underwater cave that has a sign posted underwater in front of the cave that telling says, you everything's fine come on in yeah come, come on in there's hors d'oeuvres wipe your feet at the door um no so it's a sign and the sign has a picture of the grim reaper on it and the sign says stop prevent your death go no farther and it starts talking about all these facts of how many divers have died in there and stuff like that and it said there's nothing in this cave worth dying for do not go beyond this point. So imagine just diving, and There's... you're coming across this sign with a Grim Reaper on it, and it's telling you how many people have died just past that sign. But that's the crazy part is, like, extreme sport enthusiasts, like, they want to do it. Mm-hmm. They want to go past that and yeah. all that. Um, yeah, so just some some crazy stuff. Anyway, that Dean Potter documentary was pretty interesting. He talks about, like, it why was, he, he... He had his own documentary? Yeah, it's... To my knowledge, it's not. In, he was in Valley Uprising. He was. They talked about him momentarily, but for for those of you who don't know what Valley Uprising is, it's on Netflix. It's very good. It's a documentary talking about the history of um, rock climbing in Yosemite, and it goes back to the fifties. Yeah, 50s? yeah. It starts like in the fifties, like yeah. mid fifties. Yeah, it's very good, and uh, it starts with them like how it took like the first group of people like two years to climb Al Capitan. Yeah, and then um, it ends, you know, with. Uh, Alex Honnold, the guy who's famous now because he climbed El Capitan with nothing. 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 That it was actually like one of my uh, that was one of my talking points was just a free discussion about free solo. Obviously, we kind of have to talk about it because it's now an Oscar winning film. Um, you have you seen it? it? I have not seen it. There's no order oh for this, God. by the way. Uh, it's pretty insane. It's the it's so like the the my wife put it really well when we were watching it. She was like. I know he lives because obviously, right? They you know, wouldn't have they like, would published have, the movie. Well, and that's another thing. Uh, um, but she's like, I know he lives because he's done interviews about this. But she, we're watching it, and she's like, my palms are still sweaty because I still think there's a good chance he'll fall. That was and me. I know he doesn't. You know, that was one thing I noticed watching stuff like that is my palms do sweat, and yeah. it's kind of frustrating. You know, you're trying to eat popcorn, but it keeps just soaking <laughs> <in> the popcorn. <laughs> Check out sweaty palm subreddits, right? <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, that's. I mean, that movie is insane. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely nuts because. This, yeah. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It doesn't matter if you have to rent it on Apple or whatever like that. It's completely one hundred percent worth it. And there's, you know, and it, you know, there's been a lot of documentaries that have won Oscars here in the past few times that people kind of think, uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Obviously, this one is one hundred percent true. And um, he's he's a very very unique individual, just in the fact that. At what, like 17? 17 or 18, he was just like, you know what? I want to go rock climbing for the rest of my life. Yeah. And he hopped in a, you know, <laughs> like one of the uh, 
I guess you call them rape vans, and that's what he lived in. Yeah, and, and now he, it's a big thing, van life. Yeah, right? van life. Now obviously, <laughs> van life. Now obviously, you know, he makes a lot of money. Right. He has a lot of money, so he doesn't live in a rape van. It's a nice van, and um, that, that's all he does. His life is just climbing, and his big thing, obviously, free solo, is that he climbs stuff without ropes or nothing. He basically just uses his fingertips and his. His climbing shoes. In his climbing shoes. Yeah. And just to see when he's on a sheer face of rock that is 2,500 feet up and he's holding on literally by, you know, something that, that isn't the width of a pencil. Yeah. And you're just, first thing is like, what's wrong with this guy? And second of all, it's just, is he going to die? You know, he's not because he's still alive. Then it's it's unbelievable. Now that's what I call extreme that's, that is extreme that's you know extreme. if i was better at uh like audio editing and podcast editing i would somehow find a button on here on this little soundboard and anytime we said the word extreme i'll extreme. play like <laughs> you know like some cool sound effect um so anyway i was looking at the uh, red bull and gopro uh youtube videos and uh which if you haven't done you should just do it's pretty awesome like people are you know running on the ridges of the Norway mountain, Norwegian mountains, you know, and mm -hmm. like people are going off just like the most insane backcountry skiing and stuff like that. Like one of the first ones I saw on Red Bull was human skydive through skyscrapers in LA. Hmm. And it's just these two guys that are in wingsuits. I was about to say that. And they're literally there. just like, I mean, they get within, from the video's <coughs> perspective, they get within like two or three feet of buildings and they're just going like Mach 10, I, you know. I uh, I heard a guy... Um, talking about that, about the wingsuits, and he said it's surprisingly easy. Like, it's not very hard at all. Like, he said it's basically just hold your arms out, and if you want to turn right, you just kind of lean right. We all and, came from flying squirrels, so it should be easy. Okay, well, now we know what Sam's background is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, that that's actually, you know, of all the, uh, wow, I think I was just... It's okay. Loud. I'm trying to like adjust your stuff. You like to move far. I, I do like. I'm, mic and I'm then... very animated. But um, that would be the one I think I would get into. Not I would skydiving, too, the, but the wings. I would love it's to. It's super cool. Um, it, it's it's insane. Do y'all know or remember who Felix Baumgartner is? Oh yeah. Do I, I, I know who Felix dude, Baumgartner is? I watched this live. I remember this because they had it scheduled. And because of weather, they couldn't do it, and they ended up doing it at 8 o'clock in the morning. And thank God I'm a fireman because it was during the weekday, and I was able to watch the whole thing in bed, and I was losing my mind Dude, the whole yeah. time. Uh, I rewatched that video. Hold and, on, tell them who Felix Baumgartner is. Oh, yeah, sorry. Is. If you don't know, that's a good point. Uh, Felix Baumgartner was the guy that was sponsored by Red Bull that skydived essentially from the stratosphere it was the highest jump mm -hmm. um basically on the edge it was like 120 123 something like that uh, 126 we'll say 125 we'll, we'll put, thousand it, feet. put it in this perspective when he was about to jump off the balloon that he went up mm -hmm. in, he could see the the separation of the earth right. and space um the big thing was is that he had to wear essentially a space suit mm -hmm. because he crossed the Armstrong line in that the Armstrong line. Uh, yeah, actually that does sound it, right. Yeah. It's the, it's the Armstrong line, which is at like 60, 65,000 feet, something like that, where basically you're going to look it up. Yeah. Uh, where basically water and liquid spontaneously boils oh, because of the no, the, atmosphere. The, no the no atmosphere. Right. And another thing was is that he had to jump from where he did, which was, like we said, we'll say 125,000 feet, because 
the balloon that he was in literally could not go any further. Mm-hmm. It hit it hit right. the atmosphere, which is like is literally like a lot of people don't realize that it's literally a dome like layer that you, you know, cannot it, pa- you cannot like, pass through it unless you have obviously a rocket ship. And the balloon went up and it just stopped. And you can see the altitude. It you know when he's in his balloon doing the steps. That's what I thought was so cool was the the guy giving him the steps over the radio was just super nonchalant like step 30 go ahead and uh, disconnect those oxygen well, tubes you know, Felix. Who, you and know the, who that guy was no i don't that guy was the guy who basically did the same thing oh but the in the, the 60s okay hmm. like yeah the current record holder at the time yeah and he his whole thing was he had the record for the longest the highest jump and the um i think it was the longest free fall and the fastest fall. Yeah, because they and were the do, they that, were checking both of that. Right, with Felix. And, and Felix didn't pass the fastest fall, so that mm-hmm. guy still had the longest. Exactly, he still had the fastest I fall. I thought that uh, Felix he 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 broke the sound barrier. He, that was uh, the whole thing about. Well, it, at one that, point when I was watching the video earlier today, he hit seven hundred and twenty some odd miles per mm-hmm. hour, which thinking about that is yeah. just insane. Yeah. Seven hundred miles per hour free falling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he he kind of like toppled out, you know. If you remember the video, he started just yeah because that's another thing. Out like of when you when you skydive, you're able to like control yourself. You know, you see them like they hold their arms out right. and they hold their legs out and they can control it. Uh, he was up so high that there wasn't in enough atmosphere, uh, atmosphere yeah. to where he jumped and he couldn't control himself, so he's just tumbling. Yeah, mm-hmm. and man, that that was the crazy. It took four hours. I watched the entire four hours from them lifting off to when he jumped, and I was on. It's insane. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I think that would be arguably the most extreme thing you could do. I mean, when he when he was just sitting on the edge of that balloon canister and it's just quiet and live, like you're watching this live, and he just steps off. Yeah, Yeah. that was nuts. Gone. Like he's in his own mindset while this guy is telling him all these directions, you know, and he probably is zoning out. You know, he's telling him unbuckle this. You know, go ahead and secure this he's lean probably forward. checking his twitter feed and there was like 30 <laughs> some odd steps like thir- step 35 lean forward make sure the parachute's intact and felix is probably just like i can't believe i'm about to fall from here yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the crazy thing is he's in space he's about to fall yeah um so i brought to you the last segment of my my part right. uh this is the quote-unquote extreme funny if you will uh sports i'm gonna some of them are very uh self-explanatory uh we'll start off with one sam you actually brought this up at the station but i'm Mm going to say the sport and you guys try to tell me what it could possibly be uh first of all this one i think you guys both know it so it doesn't really count but uh Bo Taiaoshi or Taoaoshi. Oh yeah, this oh, yeah. is this is awesome. So you guys mm. both know this one. This is this is gross. So, this is great. So Bo Taoaoshi is a game that they play in uh, military academies in Japan, I believe. Yes. And it is a hundred and a hundred people, and you're pretty much playing on the length of the football field for the most part. There are two like I'd say, what do you think? Thirty, 25 I don't think feet. I would say more like twenty. 20. Uh, twenty feet, or not two, but there's one, uh, you know, twenty foot pole. And a hundred people are supporting this pole, keeping it upright. That's one team. That's one team. They're on defense, I guess you yeah, could say. Def- that's the defensive team. 
Then the offensive team is 100 people who just stampede these people and they attempt to bring the pole down to about, I think they, 45 it's like 45 degrees. degrees. 45 degrees. So once the pole comes down to 45 degrees, they this score is a point. The, or this is almost like the most extreme version of capture the flag you could ever yes. do. And if you can go online and watch videos, it this is, is so awesome. This, this makes you think like, why do we not have this in America? <laughs> yeah. I would be the biggest Botayashi fan. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play it though. And it's crazy. Like you can tell like the strategy they have mm-hmm. and like, it's not just a free for all. Let's, let's go get them boys. Like, it's like, they have like steppers and they have, I love the guy that's and, on top of the pole, just kicking people yeah, away. He's on top of the pole. And then, oh yeah. yeah that's he, the thing to keep people from dumping it over. One of the guys on, I guess, quote, quote defense, he's sitting at the top of the pole. Just kicking and as these people. guys are trying to, the offense is trying to climb up to turn it over. He's just, Kicking them just in the kick, head, kicking them right in the face. Yeah, yeah. kicking them. And then, yeah, these people would they'll, they'll run. Like, the first guys will come in, kind of make almost a little wall, and then the other people will come in and jump on their shoulders and launch themselves yeah. towards the. <laughs> yeah. the, the pole. Which you can see, like <laughs> Sam's just swan dive pose, just <laughs> launching. Uh, looks like Pocahontas jumping off of <laughs> Now that is a cool game. All right, do any of y'all know what Zorbing? Is. Oh, I, I know what Zorbing is. Both of you. Man, I didn't. Yeah. I was hoping you guys would know big, this. This is big in New Zealand. Yeah. That's right. That's in my notes. Yeah. So, uh, big, so uh, Wes, what balls. is... Uh, Zorbing is when you get inside of a, uh, a giant inflatable ball. I guess it's more... It, it, it looks like a ball, but there's a... There's a layer. In, there's a layer, like an inside capsule, and you just hang on to these things. And I guess they do it a lot in New Zealand because they have large, just rolling, steep... Hill. Not really steep, but uh, hills that just go on forever. And you get in it, and you just roll down the hill, just tumbling over. I guess the equivalent in America would be all the the kids in like the fifties and sixties that got inside of a tire. Yeah. <laughs> My question while I was trying to just think or research this was, is it is it first down the hill? Is that how you win? Like, what's, I don't know. What's like May- the competitiveness? Uh, I don't of know. What the com- maybe you still hang on to the handles <laughs> or or something, but. Uh, if we're going off of extreme sports that I would not do, would not do Zorbing. <laughs> well, it's I would c- try it once. The the Zorbing, it, at least you're kind of safe. You're in a you're in a. That's what I'm saying. It's pretty stuff. safe. But, but you're tumbling over, man. I and it, it's just you gotta wait you it would out. Be sick. If you, you gotta you, wait it out. Have you ever heard of cheese rolling? Dude, yeah, that, you're getting ahead of me. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> we'll this, jump to cheese is, rolling. Yeah. Sam, what, what is cheese rolling? Is it in, uh, in Austria? England. It's in England. England. So oh, in okay. England, they take a big wheel of cheese. Nine uh, pound. Nine. Double uh, Gloucester cheese. Mm. Mm. Oh, God. Um, and they, uh, you'll know more if you got the research, but they That's roll down it. the hill and they chase after the cheese. Like, uh, like I guess, 20, 30, 40 people chase after the cheese. And this is a... Deep. Steep hill. Yes. And it's hilarious to watch because people are just tumbling down this whole hill and no one can do it. And this cheese is just, just flying. And the, the terrain hill. is extremely rough. It's yeah. not. It's it, Yeah. It, people are breaking their legs and ankles. But it's a total, on this. totally traditional thing. I mean, Very. This happened, yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. and, and then like the prize, the first one down to get the cheese, like all they get is... They keep the cheese. <laughs> I mean, that I could do a lot it. of things with nine. That's enough for me to, to I, participate. I think, this is, I think it's all just like pride. Like, yeah, no, okay. it's so totally pride. I got the wheel of cheese. Um, what else did you get? Well, these next cheese. <laughs> yeah, I got a nine pound thing of cheese. You want to come over to my place? Let's Bring see, some wine. Let's see if you can stump us with the extreme, the obscure stream, extreme sports. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, uh, I follow the Ocho subreddit. So. Dude, I'm afraid. I was hoping like I two of these you guys would never hear. Uh, you know, I've heard of, but it sounds like y'all are doing great. These next two are going to be extremely obvious. Uh, next one is Crocodile Bungee. 
<laughs> just take a guess at what you think it is. Crocodile uh, bungee jumping. Oh, yeah, you, bungee jumping over a pit of crocodiles? Yeah, you bungee oh, okay. jump, right. but it's over a pit of crocodiles. Another wow. extreme sport. Totally. And extreme. the next one, this one is very obvious. Not mountain biking. Mountain unicycling. <laughs> oh, no. I watched some videos. It's actually pretty awesome. For the people that just don't get the fill of mountain biking, they just mm -hmm. do it on an all-terrain unicycle, and they go off these insane... An all-terrain unicycle. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where to begin to buy one of those. I don't know either. Probably Amazon. I'm going to um, guess Amazon. Hey, get on that real quick. See if there's an all-terrain <laughs> unicycle. Like, seriously, my phone's updating. Um, <laughs> while you're getting on that, can anybody take a guess at what uh, train surfing is? Getting on a train as it's... <laughs> As it's surfing. Yeah, you get on a train and you dodge opt uh, obstacles. Apparently, it's very popular in uh, South Africa. And as you can imagine... You dodge obstacles. You get on the train and you basically just stand on it or yeah. lay on it. You, you just try not to fall. Or... It's also really popular with homeless people trying to get to point A to <laughs> yeah. point B. And as you can imagine, people have been killed doing this. Well, you said obstacles. Is this like a... Like if you're going under a bridge, like you would right. duck. Stuff okay. like that. But or like the like wires a, and This the is poles. like a non-sanctioned sport. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. This is more uh, of a I didn't crime. I know if it was like an actual. <laughs> oh, did you find some? Ultimate? So uh, get your wallets out, boys. But you can. Let me take a guess. Let me take a guess. Yeah, we got to guess. Okay, so at just Walmart me. you can buy the Nimbus Hatchet 26 Don't inch. Tell us how I'm much. I just want to know the relax. specs. Yeah. The Nimbus Hatchet Hatchet 26 inch mountain unicycle. For how much? At Walmart. You said it's at it's at Walmart online. Two hundred. Two hundred bucks. I'm gonna say two thirty nine ninety nine. Two thirty nine ninety nine. Price is right rules? Sure. Wes, yeah. you win. What I got? It's eight forty nine. dollars Good God. I didn't think Walmart sold stuff Near that the, high. You know, it's so funny. It's like, hey, uh, <laughs> let me take one wheel off of this bike and drive the price up 500 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the next one. This is my personal favorite, right. uh, and I've never heard of this. Uh, can you guys take a guess what extreme ironing is? Uh, I got it. <laughs> Go for it. It's where you iron in crazy places exactly you take an ironing board with an article of clothing and you go to the most remote places you can imagine and you iron and you just iron the clothes um i guess like the tagline of this sport really made me laugh it's um <clears throat> the latest danger sport that combines the thrills of an extreme outdoor activity with the satisfaction of a well-pressed shirt <laughs> so yeah people have like gone to everest they've gone underneath like frozen lakes and stuff which makes no sense because you cannot iron uh, okay. Under a frozen lake. Okay, well then I'm going to start ironing my clothes inside a house fire, and I'm going to get myself on there. Get in on this uh, extreme um, ironing trend. Yeah. What was the? Uh, so now, have you seen the? Uh, um, it's like okay. the combat for uh, uh, like knights and everything like that, but it's like actual. Oh yeah. Like they have. It's just beating the crap got, out like, of each other. They got with, armor. And stuff. They got armor yeah. and you know swords and and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know they're not sharp, I guess, but it's like, mm. and they're really you know heavy duty. But watch, look at uh, uh I guess I think it's called like Knight MMA. <laughs> Knight and, <MMA. laughs> and they, they Knights have, mixed martial arts. And they've uh, they have um, speaking of MMA, we talked about this the other day. They have Team MMA. Hmm. Obviously, it's in Russia, and. Um, it's five on five, and it's one of the most brutal things you'll ever see. So go YouTube it. Well, that brings me to the last one, which is similar to it is a one on one duel. Um, I would give you the official name for it, but it would give it away. But it's also known as hacking or purring. Do any of y'all know what that might be? Does it have anything to do with brain ball? No. Okay. Um, hacking or purring. If I gave you the official name, you would totally. On, it's one on one? It's a one on one duel. 
Hacking purring. Does it have anything to do with cats? Uh, no. Oh. Nothing at stream has to do with cats. House cats. You don't know that. It is also known as shin kicking. Oh, no. It's an English oh. martial art where you kick people in the shin, uh, or you kick your opponent in the shin, and the first one to, you know, hit the ground loses. Well, that is just fantastic. Shin kicking. That's the worst that's that's the worst thing I could ever I'm going to come up with extreme sports and be called face punching. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to punch it in the face. Has to be in the, has down. to be in the face though. Mm -hmm. Um well, boys, that is the uh that's the last of my notes. Last year little notes. Well done. Yeah. Extreme everybody, sports. Well, yeah, everybody go out there and look at Bo Taiashi and the stratosphere jump and if you want your minds blown. Absolutely. That was fantastic. Oh, and free solo and extreme ironing. Uh, maybe scratch extreme art. Yeah. You know. And uh, just leaving on end note, uh, we were talking about base jumping, and a lot of people don't know this, and I wanted to test you guys. Did you know that base stands yes, for something? Yes, I do. It's building, <laughs> antenna, suspension. No, span. Oh, span, span not suspension. Span. And earth. Earth. Yeah. yeah. So, so for those who don't know, base you... jumping is an actually an acronym. Buildings, antennas, span, earth, which is, you know, span is stuff, bridge. So. A span yeah, is like span a, bridge. Is a bridge. They didn't want to call yeah. it babe jumping. <laughs> babe jumping. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds a little different. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, uh, okay. Have a little break. Yeah. It's going a little break, huh? Yeah. Well done, Marcus. Oh, well stop, done. Stop, Very stop, good. Stop, All right. Stop. All right. We'll stop. Oh, man. Well done, Marcus. Well done. Stop. Uh, hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Who is it? It's strange. I don't have this number saved. Hello? Hello? Hello, who's this? Who is this? Who am I speaking to? This is Sam with Chad and the Buds. May I oh, ask who's perfect. calling? perfect. That's exactly who I wanted to talk to. This is the true Johnny Walker. I just listened to episode 7 of Chatting with the Buds or whatever you want to call it. Oh. And you had an imposter. That man was Donnie Walker. My cousin. This is the true Johnny Walker and he is an imposter. Do you understand? Oh, Marcus, it's Johnny Walker. Yeah, we understand. We're, I hear you we're, talking to Marcus. Talk to me. Uh, well, we're really sorry about that, Mr. Walker, really. We, we had no idea. How could you have not known that the true Johnny Walker was not from Tennessee? Uh, this, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, it's the best point. So how'd you like the blue? <laughs> it's quite good. Quite good. Well, I was about to send you a free sample, but since it's just quite good, why don't you just go ahead and squabble in the pits and the gutters with the reds? Okay, Mr. Walker, we're really sorry about that. I really enjoyed the Supermax. Bye. And welcome back to the second half of episode 12 of Chat of the Buds. Hope you enjoyed that break, whatever it is that we're going to decide that after it is here in a little while. After we do this part. <laughs> For those of y'all that are very confused, we're recording the second half, and then we're going back and recording the break. Anyway, yeah. well done, Marcus. That was well an interesting done. topic. Well um, extreme sports. Super sweet. Yeah. You know. I was so motivi motivated by this like extreme sports stuff. Whenever y'all uh, y'all don't know this, but whenever I went to go pee during the break, mm -hmm. I did it with my eyes closed because I'm extreme. How'd it, turn, how'd it turn out? Uh, sorry, Dan. <laughs> uh, so speaking of extreme sports, it kind of brought me up, uh, started making me think of um, like like Tony Hawk. 
And um, <laughs> and hold on, I'm getting somewhere okay. with this. And uh, how Tony Hawk, um, he, you know, sometimes he'll get recognized, you know, because of his name, but he doesn't yeah. necessarily get recognized because of who he is. Because he was he was a big skater in the '90s. I mean, he was the oh, biggest skater. And it makes me wonder. I would say he is still and, the biggest skater. Yeah, for sure. And I and I, it makes me want, you know, makes me think about the times when I, I went back and I used to watch him and stuff. And you watch the X Games way back when he day. did the 900. Yeah, when he did the 900. Dude. There's and this video, an interview of him. Sorry to interrupt you, but there's an interview with him where he uh, he talks about that how like not a lot of people can recognize him. And he went to some, he was at an airport, and like a TSA agent was like, "Oh, Tony Hawk, like the skater." And he, <laughs> I saw and that. he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, just, just like, like the like skater." skater. <laughs> well, it it makes me think about you know watching him and and just life at home, and it makes me think about nostalgia. Oh, nostalgia. <laughs> and. I kind of want to talk about what what kind of things do you guys miss from your childhood, or what how does like life change from the nineties? I miss late eighties, early nineties. I miss back in the day. Remember, you'd get home from school, and uh, all your bills were paid for. (laughs) 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 I miss that a lot. The nostalgia. That's pretty good. Yeah, when, um, when money wasn't an issue, no. all you were worried about is when you were meeting your buddies at the cul-de-sac, play capture the flag, and what time you get. I, was uh, I was on the cul-de-sac. I lived in a cul-de-sac. I, I did too. I lived in a cul-de-sac. Are yeah. you serious? It was did all three like, of us really live. We in all lived in a cul-de-sac. We just had two houses on the cul-de-sac, though. We had like five. Let me tell you, did you guys, did you guys have a cul-de-sac that had an island in the middle? No, no. I did, and it was a jungle to me. And I used to have so many imaginary, uh, you know, Jumanji type, you know. Oh my god, seabed. you must have had just. The biggest cul-de-sac ever. Uh, it was pretty. It had at least six houses on. It. Yeah, it was pretty big. But, but I, mean, I can't just imagine the actual cul-de-sac, like the pavement, to have an island of mm-hmm. jungle proportions. I feel like yeah. an island would impede on everything because, like, the biggest thing I used my island or my cul-de-sac for. Uh, for like baseball, like mm-hmm. you had like a good baseball diamond, yeah. you had a football field, and if there was a, well, a schlocking so island in there, we used our islands for the bases for capture the flag. It was great. Okay. Yeah, it was wonderful. I mean, and also, uh, you know, I just I'd go in there and like click rocks and stuff and act like I was in the jungle and like I was like some explorer or something like that. So, so. um, you know, going to the nostalgia thing, this this isn't really like a nostalgia for me, but you know how everybody's always like, sorry, and one two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Popping on the top there. Um, you know how everybody's always like, the big thing was, is when we were younger, like, adults would say something like, well, when I was young, right. I was the TV remote. Yeah. You know, like when yeah. we had TV remotes, they're like, I had to go up there. You had and, to walk and up. And dad was like, oh, turn it to channel five. Turn mm-hmm. the volume down, you know, and everything like that. So we would hear that. Um, so it always got me thinking of stuff that's changed since I was younger. Mm-hmm. And one big thing that I realized not too long ago was that kids nowadays, sounds like an old man to me, yeah. but, um, and y'all probably would remember this too, but it's just crazy to think that kids are never going to know that at one point in a restaurant there was a smoking section. Yeah. That was on the tail end of like when I could start. Rem- like I remember that, but mm-hmm. I don't like remember. Like when it for you long. go to a restaurant and they say smoking or non-smoking. They uh, IHOP was huge yeah. with oh, yeah. the smoking non-smoking. Actually, this is before all our times, but you used to smoke. You could smoke on an airplane. Well, yeah, that's a yeah. long. I mean, that, that was that, a long time that, that was, ago. This is that's crazy, but yeah. Um, little uh, little little factoid there for you. Actually, too. They still have the non-smoking signs there because they say that if they don't have them then that is legal for someone to actually light up right and smoke a cigarette another thing is um 
on the restrooms. I know. I think I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, on the restrooms. Can you unlock the door? On the restrooms, the non-smoking sign is actually a swivel, and you can swivel it up, and that's how to unlock the restroom. Hmm. For like an emergency. For like an emergency if someone's not in there, because yeah. there's no like you know key on right. the handle or something like, like that. Like someone got sucked through the toilet or something. No. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. I mean, realistically, <laughs> like if somebody like passed out, you know. Um. But yeah. Uh. Nostalgia. Did y'all uh, ride bikes everywhere? Ride bikes. I, oh, I rode bikes. Oh, uh, I used to have. You know, I, you know, everybody had pegs back in the day. Because yeah. you're oh, like, yeah. I, give, I got give me a little pump. Yeah, yeah, a little pump. <laughs> can, well, you pump I, can you pump me? I got you know a bike, and I was like, man, I want to get some pegs so I can like grind some stuff. <laughs> Do you know how many rails I grinded on my bike? Zero. zero. I was gonna say if it's zero, like me and zero. zero. All it was is getting my my buddy's rides on the, yeah, on that's the back. Awesome. And that's a workout, man. Or or every once in a while you'll be going and you'll just like step on the back of them and be like yeah oh you do that trick pegs. where you're kind of like leaning yeah. if you could see me you know remember, what i'm talking the, about uh but... schwinn stingrays dude my they, buddy uh yeah. they're the bikes that looked like choppers yeah, yeah. man that was the coolest uh thing. i had a mongoose and it was cool because it had it didn't have just traditional bicycle spokes it had just three they were plastic now that i think about it but like three kind of like whooshing mm-hmm. spokes out of it uh, funny story with my bike. I love that thing. It was light blue. I got it for Christmas. It was great. It was quick. Had pegs. Mm-hmm. And um, this was elementary school. Uh, I came out of school one day. My bike was stolen. Oh. Uh, funny thing is, my mom went up to the school that day to like drop some papers off. And after it was all said and done, she remembered that she saw the guy stealing my bike but it just didn't occur to her that 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 was happening like she was just thinking like oh it's somebody else's mongoose whatever uh and so yeah whenever i came home and i was like someone stole my bike it like dawned on her did you go get it and kick his ass or what we went to we went around the neighborhood uh trying to see if somebody had it like in their yard or something but never never got it back my mongoose (laughs) (laughs) i you know i i'm when I was younger, I used to bike to school, like walk and bike to school. But yeah. then I, I moved to, you know, some of you might know Princeton, just outside of McKinney. Bit of, you know, I was too far away from school, so I ended up taking the bus, and that was just a huge hit to me. <laughs> huge to your, hit to your game. I was like, you're telling me I can't bike six miles to school? I can do it. I promise. <laughs> like, no, you got to. Oh, I rode the bus, uh, but early high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started riding the bus in high school. Mom took me to school. Nice. Nice. Every day until I could drive. That's wow. all. So and you never rode a bus. Never I mean, rode a bus. To, 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 school. to school. Like if I were to go over to a friend's house and they rode the bus, you know, I'd have to ride the bus with right. them. I don't really know if that would fly these days. What's that? Like, because I think it's, I could be totally wrong, but even towards the end of like when I would go into some, go to someone's house like eighth or ninth grade and they rode the bus, like I remember then it kind of being like a hassle for me to ride the bus because they have to like keep track of everybody really? you know and um so so even now you know that was like i have no idea i can't even like over like 15 years ago mm-hmm. so i i don't know i don't know how that would work these days like i don't think that kid random kids can just hop on and off the the, the school bus it would make sense but my bus didn't like check anything. No. As long as I was out on the corner, they would pick me up. Yeah. Right, but I mean, like you know, that's they would you. just tell me to get that's my feet you. Out of the aisle. You rode the bus, you know, right. and then just think if like a random kid is there, it's like kind of like, hold on, who the heck are you? Like they knew you. Okay, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. I'm sure bus drivers keep that in the back of their head. I don't head. know, but no, my uh, my mom took me to school every day and picked me up. It was uh, 
glorious. It was, it was quite great. And actually, um, speaking of nostalgia, uh, bring the room down a little bit. Uh, but she picked me up every day, and I can remember um, 9-11, mm-hmm. when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in school. It was a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And um, walking out to where my mom was always parked, and me just walking out and putting my arms out like, what the F? And she did the same thing from the driver's seat, like, what the F? What's going on? Come on. Get in the car. We got to get back to the news. You know? And and uh, what time was it? Were you done? What time was it? She picked you up early from school or something? No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying, like, during, like, regular pickup time, oh, like, okay. at, like, 3.30 or okay. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, that's one specific thing I can remember mm-hmm. is walking out and being like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. You know? Because that's when, like, I mean... You got to remember. Were you, you what? Fifth grade? Were you fourth? Seventh grade. Seventh. Yeah. Was, it, it's first. really interesting because when when I was in school when nine eleven happened, uh, I was in Seattle, and that was two hours earlier. So that I didn't even go to school that day. I, oh I, yeah. My, my, oh yeah. My mom was uh she. She uh, she was just standing in front of the television, and I walked up. and I was like, "What's going on?" Here? Well, and there was like so so you, yeah you. You know, if you don't remember or, you know, whatever, um, things were still quite fluid then. And um, it was like, you know, things were still, planes were grounded and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I guess we're getting into nostalgia now. But um, uh, planes were grounded and everything. And, you <laughs> know, being, <laughs> being in Texas, like what a lot of people don't really realize is that, you know, obviously at the time, Bush was president, who was the governor of Texas. Everybody's like... They're going to just blow Texas up, you know, mm. and it was like I can remember after after that time, you know, like for the next week, it was like there's threats on all Texas schools. So wow. we didn't we didn't go to recess. Yeah. You know, we had to stay inside the whole time. Well, speaking of 9-11, well, I, was gonna... I really wanted to stretch Armstrong for Hanukkah one time. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> I was gonna... For Hanukkah. I was say, for we're some... talking about nostalgia riding mics and then we end up. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Well, it just turned it just turned into the one the one time I remember clearly my mom. So anyway, I wanted to stretch Armstrong really bad, and I do remember very fondly one of my favorite toys as a kid was one of those mats, like they were kind of like a rug that went on the ground, and it was like a, it was like a city. It was, oh with, yeah, with like with like roads. That's like and then really you had your Hot Wheels. Oh yeah, man. Oh, I love that thing. <laughs> Like you see him at doctor's offices still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it was great, you know. Or like, you ever think of that thing at, at at doctor's offices, which I always, it's like you go to every single doctor's office, you go to any primary care, you go to any dentist, whatever. That little the, bead, the bead thing that goes <laughs> on the rail. The- <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Like that, it doesn't matter what year it is. That's always gonna be there. Like yeah. a weird, screwed up abacus. Yeah. You know? I mean, I um, I can remember like when when I was younger, a big thing I remember was uh, the GI Joes. Mm-hmm. And then I saw like a GI Joe when I was like in my early twenties, and like I can remember like all the fingers moved, mm, and nice. like the hand, you know, Hyper everything. Realistic. There was just like, and I was just like, man, kids have no idea how good they got it these days. <laughs> when like you know, when I was back in my day, quote quote, it was just like rubber kind of. It's like he had like <laughs> it's like yeah. rigor mortis. Or something. Yeah, it was like a claw. Uh, <laughs> what I remember the most, uh, which was just awesome. Do you guys remember Wonder Balls? Oh yeah, dude. I don't know why. When I think of like back in the day, is that childhood, the candy? it's is the that, candy. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the big chocolate wonder, ball, wonder, yeah. and then you wonder, you can wonder. like get inside of them, and they there's got, there's hard candy or yeah, like, like something else. Something, something, wonder, wonder ball. ball, wonder, wonder, ooh, I wonder, 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 wonder ball, wonder ball. Oh, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, dude, every time I think of like 
just back in the day. I don't know why. I've, I've maybe only had like three Wonder Balls in my life, but mm-hmm. I just think of Wonder Ball. Oh, yeah. That absolutely. was just like, that was cool. Then they started the, calling I, them choking hazards and ruined the fun that's for everybody. Right. I know, I, I know the theme song or the, the, the song or whatever for Wonder Balls, but I don't think I ever actually had a Wonder Ball. What Ball. I think is really hilarious about, um, like commercials back in the day was that you know have you ever watched like that's like a kool-aid commercial or something like that or maybe like a capri sun yeah it's like the mom be like oh no you can't have a capri sun and then the kids would just turn into some like weird like metal liquid metal like thing that just like darted around the house you know what i'm talking about yeah and then the mom's like oh you kids <laughs> and then they would like fly into the ground and they come back up and be like what are you talking about mom? Yeah, it's like that was just the thing like that turning was, into um, strange liquid metal monsters that was one of the really cool things about um it's gonna take a little bit to get there but uh in uh in high school football uh, one of our our coaches, he was the um, he was the quarterback for Tech in like in the late '80s something. I'm sure he's not listening, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna feel like I'm offending him. But um, I'm pretty sure it was the late '80s, and we watched a uh, tape that he had of one of his televised games. Yeah. And the best thing to me wasn't watching my coach play quarterback for Tech. It was the commercials. And f- like watching commercials from the late '80s and Pretty just awesome. how different they yeah. are. And one I can remember real specifically was for I think a Nissan pickup. Mm-hmm. And this guy buys his Nissan, and it's just this small, tiny, like tiny the little frontier, little, like just so small. It's like the size of a Prius now. Nice. And he's just so freaking excited <laughs> about the and he's like jumping up and down in his in his driveway and he's just saying how much he loves this truck and how everybody's waving like hey Tom new truck and he's like you betcha <laughs> I remember that specifically do y'all remember this was not in the 80s uh but do you remember the do you remember the Quiznos commercials with the rats the Quiznos subs uh, no. I remember Quiznos. Are you serious? But not the no. rats, maybe. Dude, when we're done with this, I'm going to have to show you the video on YouTube. It was like these... What know. a terrible mascot for a Dude. food industry. For, for, for they sang. You mean Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> He's a mouse. He's not a rat. Okay, it's totally different. <laughs> Basically a rat. Oh, but speaking of nostalgia, though, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, mm, I never Chuck had birthdays there, but I definitely had I, some like I went to special birthdays. events. Uh, I had, yeah, I went to birthdays yeah, there. And, I, 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 my, I had one birthday, and I just... I just wanted to go because of the ball pit. Oh, that was uh, that was that podcast we listened to. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the the how I built this. How I built this. With yeah, Chuck the and cheese guy. Yeah, the guy who invented pong. Yeah, the guy yeah, who invented, invented pong, pong is made. also the founder of Chuck E. Cheese. No way, dude. I think I you were asleep when we watched probably. that because we were coming back from Angel Fire. Yes, that's right. Asleep. Dude, uh, they always had this game, and it wasn't like the most fun game, but I would get the most tickets. But it was where you had it was like a big spinning wheel with slots on them, and some were big slots, and so, so and you the, put a quarter and in you put and the and corner it fly up. Yeah, yeah, dude, I was somehow I dude, I broke the algorithm. I knew how to get it in that little <laughs> slip. That's the algorithm. Every, That's the algorithm. <laughs> every time. So uh, I was always just you know my, I was spending my dad's money. It was like fifty bucks, and I'd bring home the best lava lamp, <laughs> all because of that game. It's like a, a lava lamp that could be like ten bucks somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and it costs that, you fifty dollars that's, that's every every year in like November. You're like, man, I gotta go to Chuck E. Cheese. I gotta get a Christmas present. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's it's funny looking back. Like, uh, I can understand like why my parents hate it. I, I don't have kids. None of us have kids, but I can't imagine like spending yeah, you know, like 30, 40 bucks on tickets for them to get like 
some pixie sticks yeah. and you know maybe a stick an eraser a pencil eraser i understand why my dad or those hated little like there. half dome things you flipped inside out and it flip up in the oh, air oh dude yeah the little, uh, i don't know what they're called. bouncers i don't know bouncers. <laughs> pop, 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 pop bouncers poppers pop, pop bouncers. bouncers do you guys remember the um oh man did y'all collect anything sorry to interrupt you again mm. i feel like i'm just on point with interrupting you today no that's all good. did y'all collect anything uh, I, I used had... to collect rocks I think so, I had. I think I started. Right? I think I started many, many collections. Yeah. I think I started. I did Pogs. Speaking of, mm, uh, Pogs, see, Pogs man, was no. before. It, it was before my time. Yeah, Pogs. Um, if you don't know what Pogs is, it's uh, we'll just go look it up. Um, <laughs> baseball cards, obviously. Rocks. I did rocks too. Um, I started. I started doing uh, Star Wars action figures, nice. but then I realized that. You know, for them to be worth anything, you can't open them, open them, take them out of the box. So yeah. I was like, screw that, I'm going to play with them. And, um, man, there was a lot of other things. I never really got into stamps. Uh, started getting into coins. Um, but there was, yeah, there was there was a lot of things that I started and they just didn't I guess the only thing I think of is that my grandfather gave me one of these big kind of like um, fold-out, you know, pictures of the United States. The map. And the with map the quarters, with, the quarters. with the quarters. I started that, was, that as well. Yeah, we had one of those. I can, I can remember thinking when those quarters first started coming out and it was like New Hampshire, I think was the first one. Yeah. They started on the East Coast. Yeah. And then worked in the West Yeah, Coast. Manifest Destiny, whatever. Um, <laughs> I can remember when that one came out in like, Whenever I think it was the late nineties, might have been ninety nine, um, and just thinking that Hawaii is going to come out in two thousand eight. Oh, I know, and it was so and far away. So far, like, we'll <laughs> yeah. never get the world's going to end before two thousand eight. Yeah. Are you I kidding remember, me? I remember thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, that's a long time from now. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say was, you guys remember? Um, I don't even know really how to <clears throat> describe it, but it was a little. I remember it. It was it was like about this big, and for those Marble. for those who are listening, like a half dollar, and it you put a little little cartridge in it, and you could listen to music, and you people had keychains full of cartridges that had full songs on them. Do you know what I'm talking about? McDonald's used to sell them in like I think so. Like, Marcus, get on that for I'm me on real it. quick. Like McDonald's used to have a Mighty Kids meal. Remember that? Hey, trivia: What movie started McDonald's making a Mighty Kids meal? Um, was it Spy Kids? So Spy Kids. No way. Well done. So, anyway, so the Mighty Kids meal they used to come out with, you know, hit clips, hit clips, hit clips. There you go. Okay, hit clips. So That's it. It was a little. It was about the size, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a small MP3 almost, and you put little cartridges. Do they it. look? They just look back in the day. Yeah. Little hit clips. And you put cartridges <laughs> in it, and you would listen to music. And I remember getting one of the sample kind of ones from Mighty Kids Meal where they give you one and they give you a like a 30 second clip. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I Dude. listened to NSYNC's Bye 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 well, <laughs> 30 seconds of it like a hundred times. Oh, uh, you want to talk about nostalgia there real quick. NSYNC. <laughs> like, NSYNC, Backstreet people, Boys. People can, uh, you know, make fun of that all you want. Like, everybody knows... Bye bye bye. I used to have uh, uh, arguments with my friends at school who knew the most the most in uh, sync lyrics. <clears throat> oh yeah. On Google Images, battles. the picture of a hit clip. Who do you think the first artist is? On Britney the very... Spears. That's right. Don't Boom. Know. Did I you mean... look at it? Nope. Okay, good. I believe. Uh, what was y'all's first CD that Hansen. you purchased? Hanson. Hanson. I don't even know who that is. No. You don't know who? You don't Hansen know who Hanson is? is? I mean, maybe I do, but the name is Bob. Bob. Okay. Okay. I do. Oh man, we're gonna, we're gonna hear about that. Huh? <laughs> uh, my first, and uh, if I bought this now, hold on a second, it would be quite questionable. But uh, take a guess. Let me think. 
Let me what, guess. Your, oh, your first CD? My first CD that like, uh, either I bought or my dad bought for me. It was, uh, but it was My Chemical Romance. You said questionable? Uh, it was, it's it's before that. Mm. Questionable as in like, uh, oh, questionable? it caters more towards the females, but I bought it anyway. Spice I, Girls? No. Christine Aguilera. Wait, 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 wait. I want to do, I want to get this. Uh, oh, no. Uh, it's a solo art. It's a solo it's art. A, jo- it's a, JoJo. No. It's a guy? Is it a guy? It's a guy. Ooh, uh, uh guy. A guy? Solo? <sighs> solo artist guy. Like, his, like on the CD, it's, Can his, I get a it's year? his name. Can I get a gear? I, I, dude, I don't know the name. Uh, or I don't know the uh, year. Was it, uh, the... <laughs> this might be a hint. Uh, it relates, kind of, to the Backstreet Boys. Oh, um, yeah. Lance ba- no, no, it's what's his name? Uh, the 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 younger Carter, Nick yep. Carter. Oh, Aaron, Nick. Aaron <laughs> Carter. Carter. Aaron Carter. That was my very first CD that I bought. Was Lance Bass and Bastard Boys are in sync? That's Bastard. No, he's in sync all day. Oh, is he? I don't no. know. But uh, um, yeah, I had uh, Aaron. Aaron. I get Carter. them mixed up all the time. So um, so we're talking about all the good nostalgia, and this isn't necessarily. Well, you didn't ask about my CD. Oh, well, what was your CD? It was Totally Hits 2007. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> totally my favorite hits. song on it was "Skater Boy" by Avril Lavigne. Totally hits, or was or it? Was no, it now? It, no, it wasn't. It, it was, was the off-brand now? now. Totally oh hits, two seven. And then my second CD, <laughs> the best CD I ever bought, was "Fall Boy Under the Cork Tree." Anyway, continue. Um, so we've talked about good nostalgia, you know, happy times and everything. But we have, uh, we we have discussed this a little bit about just being hit upside the head. With nostalgia from movies and TV, mm-hmm. and how it kind of seems like, and I don't, you know, I don't really know if this is a whole thing of like, you know, how you know each generation has always complained about the generation after them, you mm-hmm. know, like how every generation has always said, back in my day we did it like this, right. or yeah, I just can't you know, stand when I was when I was younger, you know, like and everything, but. It does kind of seem like maybe social media helps it out a lot that like Hollywood and everything has like given up just because or maybe they're just pandering to the nostalgia of, Uh, you know, sequels mm -hmm. and remakes and Mm -hmm. reboots and uh, and all that for movies and TV. Because we were saying like what, like Jumanji. Yeah. You know. You don't need to hey, mess with Hey, you want to know what's really... Don't need to mess with what's Jumanji. What's scary is that someone who saw that new Jumanji with Jack Black and The Rock and whatnot... They uh, didn't know. They, they didn't, didn't know, know that Jumanji was an original film. Like, there was right. another Jumanji. Yeah, they don't know that the meme of Robin Williams mm-hmm. with a beard yeah. yelling, what year is it, was Jumanji. Was Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's kind of... It's, it's kind of weird and, to think about. And the whole thing of, you know, we already had a Ghostbusters. We had a Ghostbusters sequel. We mm-hmm. had the females Ghostbusters. Kind of another one. And now they're going to do, I don't know if it's the third Ghostbusters, but it is the original cast, mm-hmm. minus Harold Ramis, because he's dead. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have just, it's either, everything is either a reboot, a Wait, remake, see, a is, sequel, do you, do you think, or it's based off of a movie. Do you really think that, that they're putting the original cast on there because they want to, you know, because it's fan service? No, they're doing it because it's money. I mean, they're well. Yeah, that's a huge amount of money. You're like, oh, we're getting all the original guys. It's gonna be great, you know. But, but I mean, is it gonna be great? Because we're doing like sequels to stuff. It doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter if it's great. People are gonna go to the theater. Well, and yeah. Watch it, you know? But I mean, and then it's, then now with social media and how just instantly, as soon as they walk out of the theater, they can get on mm-hmm. and just be like, I'm not saying it's gonna be garbage, but they can get on like new Ghostbusters is garbage. Don't go watch it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Instant. and. 
it just instantly, it doesn't take like, you know, how back in the day, you know, it took like, you know, a little while, like a week later, it's like, oh, did you see the new blah, blah, blah movie? Oh yeah, I saw, oh man, I should have told you not to go see it. Oh, I know, I wish you didn't, you Mm -hmm. know, but there's just so much of the, and some of it's good, like, not gonna lie, pretty end all the new Star Wars. I think they're good. Um, I've only seen the uh, first new one that they came out with. Which one? Um, New Hope? Was that, yeah, yeah. A New Hope? Or what? That was the very first one. No, 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 yeah. Oh. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, what am I trying to think of? No, A New Hope was the... The was, very first one, I episode was the last four. of the of the. Trilogy. No, I thought the, uh, it was a Return of the Jedi. Oh God! It no. was Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope. Oh my God! You just said them in the exact opposite order. No, I know Empire Strikes Back what is, the, is the second one. Yes, it is. The, okay, because originally when it first came out, it was not known as A New Hope. It was, and it wasn't known as Chapter Four. Right, it was Star Wars. It was Star Wars, but the very first Star Wars to ever come out. The very first one was episode Star four. Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Okay, the, oh. new, the, the, the new one of the trilogy that came out is the Last Jedi. The, the other one was Jedi. the Force Awakens. I the saw fir- the, the so Episode Seven was a Force Awakens. Yeah. Episode Eight yeah, I saw was the Last Jedi. I'm the wrong. I don't. Yeah, you're not the one to be. T- <laughs> I've you seen. Ha- you, you haven't even seen Forrest Gump. I know, but so, I, but I've seen like basically. Every, I, I don't think I've seen the very most recent Star Wars movie. But other than that, I've you seen. You see all. it. Oh, it's I, I good. I know. What is it? Uh, the Force Awakens. Uh, is that no, the most recent? No, no, it's the last Jedi. Okay, then I've well, seen the Force Awakens. We're talking about the most recent. It's actually uh, Solo. Okay. Well, but I know, yeah. I know. As much as the viewers want to listen to us talk about what movies we've seen, we are actually approaching one hour. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I'm just too. saying this is just nuts. <laughs> yeah, this is this is crazy. And you thought that you were going to be all like, oh, my yeah. my segment's not going to take very yeah, long. I know. Who, who would have thought uh, this, this would be our episode we've had? This is the longest episode we've had. Uh, for sure. Okay, so let's just go ahead and start doing a little housekeeping then. Um, make right. sure you uh, subscribe. Make sure you rate. Give us comments. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell your barista. Tell everybody about us. And uh, yeah, start spreading the word. Thank you very much. And for any of y'all that are here from our Instagram, we are basically like 20 away from 10,000 followers. And so at this point in time, if you're here from our on Instagram, we would like to uh, thank you for following our Instagram and keeping up with the podcast. Yeah, April push the 4th. word. We want to be more popular. You know, shoot us, whatever. April 4th, 2.43 p.m. That is Central Time. We are currently at... Hold on, give me two seconds. Oh, okay. Hack, One, hacking, in, hacking into the mainframe. We are <laughs> we are currently 19 away from Man. getting that K on. There. We can do it. We can do it. So so thanks again for listening, guys. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye.